You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. folks please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times now then hang on to them hats and glasses because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness howdy folks welcome to the extra magic hour brought to you by the dcast and the disinsider.com what do you get when you cross a former disney cast member and a disney super fan you get the extra magic hour covering all things disney parks past present and future now hang on to them hats and glasses because here's the wildest disney parks podcast in the wilderness Hey everybody, this is Sean from the DCAST, the official podcast of the DisneySider.com, and you're listening to the Extra Magic Hour, brought to you by the DCAST Podcast Network. Um, the reason you're hearing my voice only this week is because when we were supposed to record, it was actually my wedding anniversary, so happy anniversary to you, Lisa. Um, Tim and I had the opportunity this week to interview Amanda and Chris Provost from Provost Park Pass. If you don't know who they are, check them out on YouTube. They have some of the best secrets, tips, uh, countdown lists, um, anything you think of relating to Disneyland parks. Um, they're amazing. It was a lot of fun to sit down with them for about 45 minutes and talk to them and learn about their love for Disney and just learn how they got started and what drives them to, to do what they do, which they're very successful at. They have over 65,000 followers on YouTube, over 8 million views. Um, just, they're really, really good people. Um, so after our break here, sit back, relax, and enjoy an interview with Provost Park Pass. This is Sean and Tim from the Extra Magic Hour, brought to you by the DCAST and the Dis Insider. And we are so excited today to have our guest, Provost Park Pass. Um, with over 65,000 subscribers and 8 million views on YouTube, Amanda and Chris Provost are here to fill all your Disney Park needs. Are you a Disneyland pro? Do you want to become one? Provost Park Pass can help. They are dedicated to bringing you the most relevant tips, hacks, secrets, and history about Disney. Disneyland and California Adventure. It is our pleasure to introduce the tie-wearing, pickle-eating, world-traveling, tooth-chipping team of Amanda and Chris Provost. Provost Park Pass. <laughs> that was like, yeah, that's We're going to take that. I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> how, you, how you guys oh, doing? Wow. We're doing really well. We're doing really well. Things are going well for us. And uh, we're just so happy to be here with you guys. This is such an honor. Yeah, we oh, are no. so excited to be here. I'm, I'm excited that you guys said yes, and we finally were able to figure it out. I, I really appreciate it. So what we'll do is basically Tim and, Tim and I will go back and forth, just ask you guys some questions and learn about you guys. We have a few listener questions at the end, sure. and we'll just, just go from there. So I'll start off here. And basically, um, can you tell us what inspired your love for Disney, and what was the motivation behind starting Provost Park Pass? Oh, that's a good question. So... 
Let's see. Well, what happened? Our, uh, let's let's start with our inspiring our love for Disney. So my my inspired love for Disney, I think, started when I was very young. My mom uh, would take me to Disney a lot as as a child. And I think that your first Disney experience really reflects uh, who you go with. If you go with somebody who believes in the magic, then all of a sudden it's like it's so magical for you. If you go with somebody who's like, eh, I don't know, then maybe that magic's not quite passed on. So my family, it was like paramount. It was like we were, we all we thought about was going to Disneyland. It's all we talked about. And once we got there, we just lived, we ate, breathed, slept Disney, and just enjoyed right. every moment of it. And ever since I've been a child, I've loved it. I my first time I went, I was three years old, and I've been in love with it ever since then. Nice. Yeah, and I'm about I'm about the same as Chris. My family loved it growing up. I think. I was around two and we went to Walt Disney World first and we kind of alternated every year uh, which park, but my family loved it. It was a great family vacation. And so I started out really young as well. And that just planted that little Disney seed. And then it just grew as I grew up. Yeah. And then what happened was my mom, she was just, I was so fascinated by Disney. She would give me all kinds of books and trivia. And I just was research everything I could about Disney and just loved it. And what happened was, is I worked with a guy, his name is Ryan Little. He's a director out in LA and he and I had worked on a TV show for the sci-fi network together. Oh, and, wow. and uh, he, after he told me, he's like, man, you should be doing your own YouTube show. Just be doing that. And so Amanda and I talked about it and we decided to try like a YouTube channel and I we I hated it. It was like it was like a vlog. We were trying to like show like our daily lives and everything. And I just I felt it was too evasive. It was like literally like I just hated it. And so I went back to Ryan and said, oh, "This is terrible. I can't do it." And Ryan's like, "Well, why don't you talk about like Disneyland? It's like you know you something you, you love, yeah, something you love." He's like, "You right. you know all these every time we go to Disneyland together, you always tell these these cool things." So I was like, "All right, well, let's just try that." So we started doing it, and we were living in California at the time. And we loved it. And it just, it just gave, it's like a little passion project or something we go there and just film and do and, and just was going great. And then all of a sudden it just kind of took off and started life as of its own. So there's so many other Disney fans out there. But I think it, oh, wow. it really is so cute because I was able to see Chris at the parks before Provo's Park Pass and he was the same. Like walking mm-hmm. around bright and bubbly, happy, <laughs> happy as a little child, just shooting out facts and trivia and history and telling us everything and just getting so excited about it. And so it's been fun for me because I'm able to now show everyone, Hey, yes, this is Chris. This is what he knows. This is how he is. This is inside of his brain. And it's been so fun to just see it kind of come together. That's awesome. That is awesome. Go ahead, Timmy. Not a problem. You guys have done so many secret videos, which are absolutely Mm -hmm. my favorite. I love them from all the ones you've done so far, what is your favorite secret and why? Oh, that's a great question. That's a, that's a great question. There's there's millions and millions. That we've, we've done lots of those secret revealed videos. And those are our bread and butter. And our fans love those the most. Uh, what's your favorite secret, babe? Um, my favorite secret is one that I think most people probably know by now. But I am still surprised to see how many people don't know it. And I love that the Club 33 door has changed. And so when you go to Disneyland, um, there's a special for people that know there's a kind of special, almost secret club called club 33. And it's been there, um, forever. It's, it's in New Orleans square and they had a door that you used to enter into. And there's a big 33 kind of on the side of it. And that's not the door that they actually use anymore. They use a different door. And so it's fun for me to see, um, it's fun for me to see, you know, you go, you can get, can get pictures by that door, but that's not the real door anymore. 
That's a little fun. Yeah. A little fun secret. <laughs> I, I think my I, I have to have, I'm gonna have to say two because I'm kinda tight. On Main Street, when you walk down Main Street, if you turn to the right hand side, there's that there's where they sell like the fruit, there's a pickle cart yes. and all that type of stuff. Yeah, if you walk down there, there's where the lockers are and there's a drinking fountain there. Yep. And it's called the test wall pattern. I love that. That's there's bricks. And oh, yeah. it's it's on the left hand side of the drinking fountain. The bricks are completely straight, and on the right hand side of the wall, the bricks are wavy. And it's right down the middle of the drinking fountain where they did this. And this is a test wall that they did there for when they're trying to do Disney. Because they're like, do we want straight bricks or wavy bricks? They wanted to see what it looked like. And Walt decided, hey, we wanted to keep those straight brick look. And but they didn't have enough money to change it, so he just put it. Uh, drinking fountain right there and just left it there and that's the test wall and i love that that it's still there i think it's amazing i just think that's really fun and i think another fun secret that i really like a lot that people seem to like they're like what is about space mountain space mountain uh has giant fans in it and most people don't know that that when you have the, these giant fans uh it blows air on you so you're going through it makes it feel like you're going much faster than you really are there it only goes about 30 miles an hour but people think it, it feels like you're, go, you're going super fast it's because it's blowing air in your face to give you that illusion in the dark that you're going much faster than you really are i love both of those on space yep. speak- <laughs> yeah, yeah. i like the ones uh i was watching that video there they had the secrets you talked about how space mountains actually built into the ground it's the same yeah. as us uh, Saying a splash mountain so that so they don't overpower the park, which I think is great. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I want to talk about your Patreon supporters. They are a huge oh. part of your channel. And, um, yes. Um, can you can you tell us about the video that you guys that you just recently made? Very emotional video, which I thought was one of your best videos you guys have made of all of your Patreon oh, supporters yeah. that show their love and support for the cast members. How'd that come about? That is uh, one of the coolest videos I've seen that you guys have put out. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. So our Patreon community is very, very important to us. We love our Patreon community. And Amanda has really has taken the reins of that and, and just made a huge family with them. And we just love them. And so we're, we like to always do things that include them. So we we do an extra video for them every Sunday where they can ask us any questions they want. And that's fun. And we try to do like little Patreon parties for them. And like we have dance parties or we'll do like gaming. We'll play like tennis switch with them. And we one of the love things that we all love is so much is is the cast members right and the cast members make disney so magical and that's what you you people think it's always about rides or food but really behind the scenes is those cast members who keep making this magic happen and we i wanted to do a thank you uh to all the cast members and so i just put it out there to our patreon community mike would you guys be interested in helping out with this and Holy cow. They came back in force. They, they're like, absolutely. So they all recreated those little videos. And this is just our little love letter to the cast members right. to let them know how much we love them. And we can't wait to go back to the park someday. Awesome. That was such a good video. I, that yeah. was great. I saw that <laughs> too. So it was amazing. Yeah. Thank you. It made, it made me cry too. And if um, our Patreon members are listening, they know that because when I watched it, I got on Patreon and I was bawling hysterically just she was. telling them how much I love them because our Patreon community is amazing and they they become our family members and they keep our channel going for sure right on right on guys yeah so some of some of the videos you guys have are secrets revealed but another few videos that you guys have is about the disneyland food um videos including like the macaron challenge and the churro challenges how hard (laughs) are these to do and what's the next challenge and what is your favorite food in the parks Oh, that's a great question. So I'll talk about the challenges here, and then I'll let Amanda talk about the food because she's she's like the food kind of store. <laughs> oh yeah, the food's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, well, well, it's so funny because that's one of the most 
talked about videos we ever did was the churro challenge. The churro challenge, what it was for your listeners if they don't know, is uh, it was a bet I had with one of our uh, we have we have a group that helps us make the Provost Park pass. And his name, we call him Thumbnail Dave because he does all the thumbnails and graphics for the show and and everything. His name's Dave, so Thumbnail Dave. Thumbnail Dave made a bet that I couldn't eat 15 churros and ride Space Mountain 15 times in one day without getting sick. <laughs> and I was like, I, was like oh, I can do that so easy, uh, so easy. And the, and the video, it, it was like, it was almost like you couldn't plan it. Like the ride kept breaking down. They had like, a, somebody pulled the fire alarm at one point. So oh, we were like, I was like, to do this churro challenge. And I ended up getting super sick. And I, and I think about 12 and a half churros. I ended up and I threw up, I lost the bet. <laughs> and people love that video. They talk about every time people go out to me, they're like, can you do the churro challenge? So we ended up doing another one called the Matterhorn Macaroon, where I had to ride the Matterhorn and then eat the macaroon. And it, these, these take a long time because they take all day to film because you're writing the rights so many times. But the Matterhorn Macaroon one was really fun for me because the cast members were helping us. They were, if you watch that video, they rode the ride with me. They were, they were helping us. They're trying to get, they're like getting us the macaroons faster so we can go through. But it, I mean, it makes me so sick just to even think about it now. But it's, it's a lot of so people always ask, like, what's the next challenge video going to be? I, we're probably going to do something with Splash Mountain and, but, I think the next one should be something that Amanda has to do. Oh, I think I think no. I think she should do something to whips and like Indiana Jones or something like that. Yep, <laughs> I agree yeah. with you. <laughs> so yeah, you know maybe that sounds not too bad for me because I love Dolips and I love Indiana Jones. Yeah, right. So challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, okay. Talk about your favorite your favorite food, babe. Oh yes, I love the food in the park. So my all time favorite food is Disneyland popcorn. Um, that's my go-to. I love the popcorn. I love the way it smells when you turn the corner and you see the popcorn carts. And we did a video all about the popcorn carts because there's actually a lot of, uh, history and fun facts about popcorn at Disneyland, which is great. So Mm -hmm. I love Disneyland popcorn. Disney world popcorn tastes the same to me. And I love the popcorn in Disneyland Paris as well. They have salty popcorn and sweet popcorn and they have them separated, but you can get it mixed, which is awesome. Your taste buds just have a party. It's so fun. So I love that. Um, for meals at Disneyland, I love Cafe Orleans. Yes. I always have to get a Monte Cristo sandwich yeah. with a mint julep. Just mm. so delicious. It's just a tasty treat. It's it's so yummy. And then over at uh, Disney California Adventure, my go-to place, it used to be called... Um, um, Oh, no, I just blanked on what it used to be called, but the, the name now is Lamplight Lounge. So it's Lamplight Lounge and we go get lobster nachos and they are amazing. So those are my my kind of meal picks for both Disneyland and DCA. Sweet. So let's talk about um, your guys' collaborations. Um, you guys have done some really good collaborations. You've done them with uh, Best Life and Beyond and you've also done mm-hmm. them for, and with uh, Fast Pass Facts. Um, yes. Who else would you guys like to collaborate with? Have you guys? Oh, that's a great. That's a, that's a great question because we we love we love all the different Disneyland YouTubers because we feel like that they have such good content. There's so much to share, and we love being a part of them and like working with them. Uh, I would really like to maybe work, uh, if I uh, on the East Coast, Tim Tracker, of course. Yeah. He's he's like like he's just like in a whole realm to himself is amazing. And then I would love to also work with Adam the Woo. I I actually have not ever had a chance to meet him. Um but I really find his his uh, content so funny and compelling. Oh yeah, it's it's so his his stuff is great. Yeah, absolutely. Um Tim 
Awesome. And with you guys living in Utah, you obviously have to travel just like Sean and I do from Oregon to yeah. Anaheim. Um, you you guys said you go to Disneyland twice a month. Do you guys have some favorite places you like to stay in Anaheim? Oh, that's a really good question. So yeah, we so uh, we like I said, we have a, a group that helps us. So one of the things that kind of makes others a little bit different is we're not really vlogging. We have a cameraman. We call him Cameraman Greg because his name's Greg and he's the cameraman. And <laughs> he lives in he lives in Irvine. And he does a lot of the work. So a lot of times we'll stay at uh, at his place down there because it's so convenient oh, for nice. us. But yeah, so it makes it really nice to, to cause we, we try to film it more like a TV show than more like a rather than a vlog. So we have to have the cameraman to do that. So we get be more animated. So we stay with him. But a lot of t- we do stay a lot of different hotels um, there as well. So the ones we, we like the one across the street, the Tropicana, because it's so close to it. Um, yeah. So I feel like we've stayed. We've tried to stay at most of the hotels. So when people ask us. We can say, oh, yes, we've been there and this is, you know, here are the pros and cons about it. For for us, obviously, my favorites are the Disney hotels. Yeah. So I love the Grand California and it is amazing if you want a yes. little bit more of a splurge. And the location there is perfect because you basically just walk out the door and you're in Disney California Adventure. Um, the Disneyland Hotel to me feels very nostalgic and very magical. They have a headboard that kind of does a little lullaby and it can just sing you to sleep, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. And then um, Paradise Pier Hotel we love because that one is usually a little bit more affordable and we love the pool there. There's a slide that Miles loves to go down and it's not too far of a walk. So all three of those hotels we would definitely recommend, but for different reasons. Yeah, absolutely. And there, we also there's like the Red Lion down there. We stay there. They they have they're fans of Pearl's Park Pass. So whenever we go there, they always roll out the carpet and are like so excited for us to stay at the hotel. And, and so there there is that's a great experience yeah, for us as well. Incredible too. That's awesome. So I have a question that's not on here. I just want I I was thinking about as you guys were talking. So when you you said when you go into the parks and you're filming, do you ever get any flack from the cast members because obviously they know what you're doing? Are are, are they opening to you guys? And welcoming you guys when you guys are doing your thing. Oh yeah, uh, we get uh, the most of our support comes from the cast members. They they are usually really so. It's as, as, as really funny. We had um, like one one of the main security guys who's in charge of almost all the security. He's a huge fan of the channel, and he tells me he's like, "I have my I have my uh, new recruits watch your videos so they can learn secrets about the parks nice. and stuff." And That's so we awesome. love that. And then a lot of the cast members, they they actually work with us and uh, like they'll tell us like secrets. So there's rules. We're not allowed. We cannot interview a cast member. We, right. we can't do that. But if a cast member comes up and approaches us, then we can we can work with them and, mm-hmm. and talk with them. So we get a lot of them who actually come up and say, hey, uh, my favorite is when we go do an attraction and we're going to do like a secrets revealed about an attraction. And a lot of times the cast members like, finally, you're doing my ride. You're doing my attraction. They're so excited. And they get excited. And they're like, they're, they want me like, they want to fact check on my stuff, make sure I have all the stuff. So I remember once we were going to Autopia to do Autopia secrets revealed. And they were, they were like, we were like, we never thought you would get here. We were waiting and waiting. And, and so they loved it and just let us ride the ride and, and just give us all, make sure we had all the secrets for the video. So usually cast members are really, really good to us every once in a while. Um, we, we just have to make sure we follow the rules of what Disney right. has about vlogging and, and videotaping there. And so we, we make sure we always abide by everything that they, that they do. Uh, there are some rules, like for example, that a lot of people don't know, 
the musicians are really even off limits. So like if, if like if somebody does a musical number, um, we can't interview them, even if they want to be interviewed, like even if they come up to us and sometimes they'll want to, they'll want to come up and talk to us. We're not allowed to even really talk to to because the, they're under a special type of contract. So we have to be hmm. careful around the mus- musical acts and everything. But other than that, their cast members, we, we just love them. And they've been so kind to us. That just makes us, that's really the best for us. That's awesome. Wow. So Let's talk about the Provost Park Pass World Tour, which uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which which I saw on your on the YouTube channel. You have a shirt, and you have my size, so I think I'm actually going to order one of those shirts because those shirts are really cool. Okay. So, um, awesome. <laughs> so tell us how it came about and uh, the planning. And I know that when you guys announced this, I think it was in November or December, you guys announced this, that you, Chris, you actually were going to leave your job and you were going to. This yeah. was so, so. Tell us about that and. What were the highlights of that and the lowlights? Obviously, we kind of know what they are, but let us just kind of tell us, tell our listeners about that. Yeah, sure. I'll let Amanda get started because it was really her brainchild. So when we started the channel, it was something that I had in my mind all along because I want to do all of the parks. You know, Disneyland is our home. That's that's what we know. But I wanted to do all of the parks. I really love traveling. And so it just made sense. And it just mm-hmm. made sense for us at that time. Little did we know that there would be a worldwide <laughs> pandemic happening right. right when we left. But it just it just made sense. And everything really just came together and it worked out so well. And it, all the pieces just fell into place. And so we wanted to visit, um, for listeners that hadn't heard about it, we wanted to visit every Disney park in the world at one time. So we were starting out in um, Walt Disney World in Florida and then Disneyland Paris and then Hong Kong Disneyland and then Shanghai Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland. We were going to do a quick stop in Alani, which is a Disney Disney resort in Hawaii, and then end in California at Disneyland. And we're going to have a big party. And um, we were so excited for it. And some we had some incredible experiences. So while we were leaving to go on the trip, was it Hong Kong? Which one closed first? Uh, Shanghai. Shanghai. So the day that they... That the we very leaving, day that we were leaving, it was January 25th, the very day that we're leaving to go to Florida, we get notified. Um, they're like, hey, uh, Shanghai's closing. And we didn't really understand that. Like, we didn't understand it at that point. We're like, is like, what is, we're like, oh, and I thought, oh, it'd be made close like a week or two or something like that. I didn't think that big of a deal. And then as we, we arrived in Florida, we took a red eye flight and got to Florida. And as we got there, that park that morning, we hear that they closed Hong Kong Disney. And we were like, wow, that's crazy. But we didn't think anything of it because we knew we had we had 14 or 15 days in Florida. And then we were flying from there to Paris and we had, we're going to be in Disneyland Paris for about eight to nine days. And then we're supposed to go to Hong Kong. And we assumed like, well, by then Hong Kong will obviously be reopened is what we thought. And right. so we were we were down there in Florida and we did all of our filming in Florida. And we work with this company called Getaway Today and they help us with all of our travel. And I started talking to them. I was like getting a little more nervous. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be open. They're like, ah, we'll wait and see. And when we got to Florida, I mean, we got to Paris. uh, It was obviously that they weren't going to be reopening it. And so um, getaway today is like, we'll come back to Florida and we'll, you could do a Disney cruise. And then, uh, then you you go after Disney cruise, you can just go home for a couple of weeks and then you can pick up and go to Tokyo and Alani and just skip those Shanghai and Hong Kong parks. And we're like, yeah, that's a great plan. So we, we went and did the Disney cruise and then uh, I'll let Amanda take over from there. 
Yeah. So we made it to Walt Disney World and it was amazing. We had an incredible experience at Walt Disney World. We just, we loved it. It was so incredible. And then we went to Disneyland Paris, which both of us have a really soft spot in our hearts for Disneyland Paris. There's just something about it that just we just have hard eyes when we go to Disneyland Paris. We just feel the love. We just love it. And so we had a wonderful time at Disneyland Paris. Disneyland Paris has a lot of really cool kind of different things um, that other parks don't have. And then when we went back to Florida for our Disney cruise, it was a first Disney cruise for both of us. And our minds were blown. The ship was gorgeous. There were so many fun activities for families and for kids and for adults. And we went to Disney's private island, which is just the most beautiful, clean, wonderful private island. And the characters were running around in their beach clothes. And it was just unreal. It was just amazing. And then, um, yes, after that, we were going to still continue our tour. But then from there, the world shut down. And so we've been home since then. Yeah. So it was so we were came back here to uh, Utah. And we thought, well, we're, we're for sure going to be able to go back to like, Tokyo and uh, take care of all these other things we thought for sure. And then what ended up happening was we, we came here and we were, we basically self quarantined for, I think four weeks. We were just, and we were just here in our house by ourselves. We had a lot of videos. So we were putting videos out, even though we were still here in Utah, uh, we were about two weeks behind on our videos from traveling. Cause there's so much content. Right. And then we just kind of were editing those videos and getting them out. And then uh, it's, the whole time we had this huge return party planned in at Disney at, for Disneyland and we were planning that and then it just started getting closer and closer and realized they're going to close and we actually got notified they told us we kind of had a we have a lot of uh people who kind of give us feed us information and they they gave us a heads up they're like Tokyo is going to be closing oh. and so we found out we found out like 2 days before it did and then uh, our day before it did. And then we found out like Disney was going to be closing and Walt Disney world. So we knew at that point, we're like, Holy cow, this is really intense thing. And so uh, it was kind of crazy. And, and we just been kind of hold up here waiting for the parks to return. Right. Yeah. I, you talk about finding out um, we were scheduled to go. My family was scheduled to go 20, 20 of us were scheduled to go to Disneyland over, over spring break, which is like the, oh, like the yeah. third, like, like the third week in March. And the day that they announced it, we were supposed to leave eight days later. So everything got pushed back. So I, I totally feel your pain. I mean, I wasn't going around the world, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's so but, crazy, yeah, but it, it's, it's just crazy because it's like never, I mean, like we're, we're like, I mean, I was like, remember that time we planned a world tour to go to every Disney on the world right. and they closed everything. Yeah. <laughs> whoever would have, whoever would have thought something like that would happen. So. Right. No, yeah. This has never happened. And then we left and it, and it happened. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of everything that's going on in the world with COVID-19, which I'm so glad that you guys are doing well. And thankfully you. both of your tests came back negative. Yes. Thank yes. goodness. Um, can you guys tell us a little bit more about how it came for you guys to get tested and also how the testing process was? Yeah, for sure. So, um, there was, they were here in Utah, they're doing this huge push. They want to get everybody tested as much as they can. And they're, and they're doing a test, uh, pu- pushing everybody to get tested. And so we had somebody reach out to us and they're like, you should have go out and fill out the survey. Uh, and what you do is you fill out a, you fill out a survey and you fill out the survey. It, then it, what it does is if you, if they think that you're high priority to be, have COVID, you get bumped to the top of the list. If they, they think you're low, like low chance of having the COVID, you're put to the bottom of the list and then they randomly select you through like a lottery process. 
Well, Amanda and I were both selected uh, to get tested. And I think it might have to do the, I, we found out a little later on because they kind of wanted us to help promote the fact that people are getting tested. So we were, we were, we were happy to be tested. And so we, what it is, is a drive through testing where you, you drove through, you went into this thing and they take this giant cotton swab <laughs> and they put it up your nostril and kind of like, it goes pretty far back and they, they swab it and then it, you get results within 24 to 72 hours. They let you know. And it was funny because what Amanda, we did a video of this and when Amanda did it, she like was like, Ooh, felt a little uncomfortable. <laughs> and I, when they did mine, I literally, it, it hurt. But I didn't want people to be afraid of the testing process, so I tried to pretend like it didn't hurt. But I was like, "Holy cow, that was that was pretty painful." But Amanda's didn't hurt nearly as bad. No, I yeah, just it looked. I watched out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then so then we were just kind of waited, and and uh, you know, <sighs> we I, when I was you know, of course we were worried because we've been on a cruise and we've been to uh, Paris, and so we thought maybe we we're at a little higher risk for getting COVID. But then the results came back, and we were both negative, which we kind of assumed we were because we had been quarantined for. I think four weeks of no contact right. with anybody and, and had no symptoms, but it's still good to have that peace of mind. They're like, Oh, okay. For sure. We know we're okay. Yeah. And I think, yeah. um, just from my experience, I thought it was so well organized. It was so easy to go through mm. and it wasn't too, mine wasn't too painful. I just went to a happy place. I just went to Disneyland in my head <laughs> <laughs> and just checked out while they were doing it. So it was, it was efficient. It was so quick and easy and it worked out great. Awesome. Well, like Tim said, we're glad that everything came back. You guys were negative. That's good to hear. Yeah, so, thank you. So we're, we're starting to see some movement in the Disney parks when it comes to as it's coming to reopening. Uh, Shanghai just opened this week. Um, mm -hmm. Disney and Disney Town in, in um, Shanghai as well. And then soon to be Disney Springs is opening next week. What are your thoughts on the parks openings? And do you think it's too early? And then... I heard you ask this the other day, Chris, on one of your videos. How quickly will you go back once they, yeah. once they reopen? That was such an interesting question because I asked that. I'm like, would you go on opening day when, when Walt Disney World or Disneyland opens? Would you go? And I was surprised. I think the majority of people said they would wait. They wanted to right. wait. I think it's maybe about 60, maybe 6 out of 10 or so, 60% or said they would wait. The other 40% were like diehards. They're like, we're going no matter right. what. We're going to be there. Uh, but I thought it would have been flipped. I thought it would have been like, it was like, we're going. But see, yeah. people seem to be a little more cautious about it at this time. But yeah, as far as like is opening too soon. So I know that they're they're thinking about getting ready to open Disneyland Hong Kong. I know that they're they have like right. inspectors that do all the rides and they are out there checking everything, make sure everything's okay and getting all the social distancing going. And I think that's the first step in order to uh bring it back here to the United States. My and I don't have any information on this. I've I've got some, you know, thoughts and theories and, and cast members that kind of talk to me. I think sure. they are going to open Florida before they open up California. Oh, absolutely. That seems to be, yeah, it seems to be the way that it's leaning. And I can see that kind of getting ready to happen. It's not just because it's a different beast, right? California's got a lot more things going on right now. And they're a tighter lockdown. So there are more restrictions. But I, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I believe in Disney. I, I, I think that they don't want – the last thing Disney wants is to have – them open up and then have a have like a hot spot happen. Oh, absolutely! Spike that would be that would be terrible for them. And so I think that they're going to do all the measures they can to feel where they feel effective that they can kind of contain it as best they can and then reopen it. I personally would be there. I would go an open day. <laughs> I'd be there so with I, you. I would. <laughs> I'd be there too. <laughs> so, so yes, cool. I, so, I feel like it, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. 
I feel that it's it's too, it's going okay. I, mean, I don't know if it's too early. I mean, I, I, it's so hard for me to. I it's I go back and forth. Some days I'm like, yeah, it's perfectly fine. The other days I'm like, oh, I don't know about it. I literally am like on a seesaw every single day about it. Right. I did. I, I, I write some articles for the disinsider.com and I wrote an article the other day about Bob Chapik saying that everyone's going to have to wear, is going to have yeah. to wear masks, going to have to wear masks. And I'm wondering how that's going to go, you know, how, how, how that'll work, you know, people. And like you said, it's a culture in China that they, it is a culture, that, 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 yeah. you know, but here people are like, no, no, no. My wife's like, no, no, no. I can't wear a mask that long. You know yeah, I mean? It's very interesting. It, it's very, very, very interesting. So um, we went, we went and I uh, did a video on about this, having to wear masks. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to me how people respond to that. Cause if you notice when Bob Chapik did the interview, he talked about how people were very compliant and they followed the rules in Shanghai and then exactly. they very optimistic. I think that was his way of saying you have to follow <laughs> the rules and right. they're going to be watching uh, Disney Springs. I think very closely, if people can't follow the rules, I think that might push the opening back up back a little bit but it is a totally different culture shift because people are not used to wearing face masks here and and i think a lot of people are on the video because i asked people I'm like what are your comments and thoughts about it a lot of comments were worried about the heat they're like sure. they're like oh it's gonna be it's gonna the humidity and i can see what they're saying because that it would be difficult but i think it's something it's i think this is how things are going to be changing for us it's it's going to be a kind of like the new norm Right. No, I agree. I, that's, Brooke, who's our other host on this, um, she she sent us a picture in our in our group chat the other day, and it was a picture of a guy saying, "Oh, there's no way I could ever wear a mask in the in the hundred degree heat, and, and I won't do it." Then then it's a picture of Chip and Dale in their in their characters right. saying, "Yeah, I think I think you'll be fine." So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have some listener questions to, and then we have one more question we have, that we ask all of our uh, interviews. So. Tim, go ahead and ask the first one. We'll just kind of cycle through these questions and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Okay, awesome. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. Are you going to Dapper Day when Disneyland reopens? Yes, absolutely. So we were going to go in April. We had it all planned out um, to go in April and then the parks closed. And so that didn't work out. But we will definitely be doing Dapper Day in the fall if all things go according to plan. Perfect. Awesome. All right, this one here is about uh, your amazing little three-year-old Miles. Um, they want to know what is he is three, correct? Yes, yes, yes he's three years old. <laughs> I want to make sure, what what is Miles' favorite Disney movie? I know this. I know this. So uh, he's got he's got actually got two. He's got two that he kind of goes back and forth. His favorite, probably the one he's seen the very most, is Mickey's Christmas Carol. <laughs> he, he, oh, can, nice. he can watch that over and over. He loves that video so much. And I see the other one is Frozen 2. Yes, oh, okay. Definitely. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Frozen 2. He loves Frozen 2. He, right thinks, he thinks that it's just so funny. He just loves Olaf. <laughs> Olaf is great. <laughs> awesome. And then what are your top three Disney characters? Ooh, good question. Uh, my favorite is Goofy. He's definitely my favorite. Um, at Disneyland, two that I love to watch, it's Peter Pan and Captain Hook. They're great. <laughs> I love them. I love to go to Fantasyland. Like if Miles is taking a nap in the stroller, I'll just kind of park myself kind of by the Matterhorn or like Alice in Wonderland, because sometimes they'll walk down that pathway together and I don't even bother them. Like I don't go up to talk to them because they're funnier to watch when they're just the two of them because they'll tease each other and they'll like, Oh, it's so cute. And it's so fun. And Peter Pan will just kind of, you know, I don't know, like dance Flip, around, flips around. Yeah. yeah just uh-huh. dance around yep. Captain Hug and Oh, they're just adorable. So they're my favorites to watch 
in the park when they interact together. Yeah. Oh, see, my favorite, my favorite character is, or my favorite animated character of all time is probably Hades from Hercules. I think yes. he's so oh, good one. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> I love Hades so much. Um, so I love that. And then I don't know if like if you count this, but like when I go in Disney. I love to meet Darth Vader. Do you count him as a Disney character? I don't know. Yes, you, you, absolutely, you, you do. Disney owns the rights. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And then we we have like a favorite is so one of my I have a really soft spot for the canoes, um, and I love the canoes, and I have made really good friends with all the cast members in the canoes. So like I always kind of screw around with them. We did like one video <laughs> top ten. I think the most efficient rides or whatever the top ten rides in Disneyland, and I told the canoes that. I got him. I'm like, hey, it's canoes, and I'll cheer him. Like, you guys didn't even make top ten, so they're like, oh. <laughs> I was that fun. The reason I bring up the canoes is because Pocahontas is almost always hanging around that canoe area, yes. and whenever we're filming, she always comes up to us and like interacts with us. And so now we have a soft spot for Pocahontas because she's made that such a magical area for us, and right. I, I, we love that. Right on. Um, so we heard Amanda's favorite restaurants earlier. Chris, what are your favorite restaurants in the parks? Oh, that's that's such a that's such a hard question. Um, so I love I love I mean I love them all. So my I love the um, the Red Rose Tavern in Fantasyland. They have a, this. It's called this poutine. It's like this this crisscross French fries with gravy and cheese. It's probably one of my favorite meals. I love that one. Him and cameraman Greg. Oh yeah, cameraman Greg and I would go there every day <laughs> if we could. It's so funny because I I've learned not to ask them what they want for lunch anymore because if I say hey what are you guys feeling what do you want for lunch it's always Red Rose Tavern. Yeah, every time. Every yeah. time. I love that. And I also, I actually really like the Pizza Port place. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, what? Yeah. Pizza I, Planet. I mean, it's like Pizza Planet. Yeah. I love that. And then uh, New Orleans uh, Cafe. That New Orleans Cafe is, is such a fun place to go to get the Monte Cristo and get the Palm Fritz fries and, and yeah, sit that outside that and yeah, and get like a mint julep, whatever. I really like that area too. I mean, I, I'll eat it. I'll eat anywhere in Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of with you. All the restaurants are really good. <laughs> All the restaurants. <laughs> Awesome. And then guys, what is the first ride you oh, want to yeah. go on as soon as the parks reopen? <laughs> so I'm going to, Amanda's going to make a beeline. I know she's going to do two things right when she gets there. I'll let her I'll see if I'm, I'll see if I'm right. <laughs> I think our <laughs> listeners could definitely guess. So I'm going straight for Indiana Jones. I'm leaving, I'm leaving everyone behind yep. me in my desk and I'm just taking <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So Amanda <laughs> loves Indiana Jones. Uh, she, she, her record, she wrote it 17 times in one day. She That's oh, all wow. she wrote, just over and over and over and over. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I, I think you're going to go probably get popcorn and then straight to Indiana Jones. Yeah, actually, Indiana <laughs> Jones first. Oh, really? Oh, that's oh, wow. interesting. I know that. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a big deal. Uh, for me, I really, I'm probably going to go straight to Splash Mountain. I love Splash Mountain or, or the Haunted Mansion or Space Mountain. <laughs> Or there's so many to choose from. <laughs> so many to choose from. I, I love them all. But I think I'm going to Splash Mountain. Um, I usually save Splash Mountain to be towards the end of the right, the day because I don't like to have like wet socks or shoes. But I'm not going to even care. I'm saying, like, you know what? Let's just go do it and, and just have the best because I love that ride. All right. <laughs> awesome. And then real quick, what is a must do for first timer uh, people that are going to oh, Disneyland yeah. or maybe even like Walt Disney World? Okay, so one thing that I recommend is to download the Disneyland app. Um, that's just going to make your experience a little bit more easy because you can get your dining reservations. You can get, um, if you have a Max Pass, at, 
you Disneyland, you can get your fast passes straight to your phone. You have a map on there. You can check ride times and wait times, find restrooms on there. So that's just a little something is get the Disneyland app before you go. Yeah. And I would also say if they've never been to Disneyland or Walt Disney World, you kind of have to change your thinking a little bit. Because when you go to like, say like a Six Flags or Cedar Point or some other amusement park, your goal is to ride as many rides as you can in one day. That is your That's your goal, right? Mm-hmm. At Disney... It's a little bit different. The rides are amazing. They're so fun. I love them. But you want to enjoy everything. Take some time. If it's your first time, try some of the food and try some of the desserts. Do a little bit of shopping. Uh, see some characters and like see like some of the shows they have or parade because it makes it. That's what makes it so fun. Disney is, is all those little extra things that they do there. And and you'll see you'll love going on the rides. That's a that's a no brainer. But there's so many other things to do besides just the rides. Perfect. Um, then we have this this last listener question from the real Chris Provost, and he, <laughs> no, no. And, and he, he wants he wants to know: Is Amanda really that cute? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to answer that question. Uh, yeah, she's actually even cuter in person. <laughs> uh. Right on. Um, so. The Provost Park Pass, you guys are a huge part of the Disney community. Like you said, the YouTubers, the vloggers, everyone out there. And can you yeah, just you. That, tell everyone what it means to be part of that community and what does Disney itself mean to you guys? Okay, so something really awesome that we were talking to our Patreon members a while ago is the Disney parks brought us all together. And even though the Disney parks are closed right now, besides Shanghai, but even though the Disney parks are closed right now, we're all still here. We all have built this connection that we wouldn't have made without that Disney magic. And we've able to meet people and make friends and have interactions. And that is just truly priceless. And I am so grateful for that, that it really did bring so many people together. We've been able to meet other vloggers, other YouTubers, other Disney fans, and it's just been beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think Disney, it's really what it is, is you are just getting an escape from everyday life, right? You're going to that place where it is fantasy, where everything's happy and supposedly be happy. And for me, it's just a way to be there and just enjoy being with my friends and family in a, in a really great environment. And as far as the Disney community goes, we, we, we love them. I mean, the, the cast members come out so strong for us and our patron, they, they are, they, they are so kind to us and they're from all different walks of life. But the one thing we all have in common is we're all Disney fans. From so that all over the from world. all over the world, I mean, they're all over the world and we've all become friends and got to know each other. And it doesn't matter what your past is or what your, what your, like your education level is, or like what you do for a job. They all have this passion for Disney and it just puts everybody on equal ground. And I love that. That's very, very well said. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, So that, that's all of our questions. And I, like I said, working up to to this interview, I I can't thank you guys enough for taking the time to, to, to to be with us. Absolutely amazing. Um, So much fun. The, the energy that you guys have from each other in all of your videos and everything. (laughs) I mean, it comes out through the speakers here. Just, how much you got the passion. I mean, I don't, the passion of, I mean, I, I, I'm a huge Disney fan and I think you guys might taught me. I have one of my arms is one of my arms just completely has a Disney tattoo on it. So we love that. We love that. It's, what, and what, it's, what, you have? What, what is it? I have in the, in the front of, on, on my forearm, I have the yeah. uh, partner statue. Oh, uh, nice. Right behind it is the castle. And oh, then uh, of course on the back of my arm is the Matterhorn. And on the other back of my arm is Thunder Mountain. So, really? wow, that's, that's amazing. amazing. That is amazing. Uh, I, Thunder, so, Mountain, Thunder Mountain is 
classic. It's so good. It's, it's one so of good. my. It's one of my. I'll actually. I'll send you guys a picture of this. So, but, I uh, love it. We want to see yeah, it. but you guys again. Thank you guys so much for doing this. And can you Tim, bet. do you have any, anything you want to say, Tim? Guys, thank you so much. This was absolutely amazing. And it's great to hear things from other people who are passionate about Disney, as Sean and I are. So it was absolutely amazing to talk to you guys. And I had a lot of fun. So, oh, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. It's, it. it's been thank a pleasure. You. And yeah. we, we're, just, we're honored to be here. And if your listeners want to see more like Secrets Revealed, they can, they can find us on YouTube. It's just Provost Park Pass. If they type in Provost, it'll probably pop it's up higher. or they. Yeah, and they or and also Amanda does a lot on the Instagram. We get a lot of a lot of people like she does very interactive questions with people, and and so the the Instagram is uh, Provost Park Pass as well. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, and of course uh, Patreon. Yeah. Absolutely, right on, guys. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you guys soon again, hopefully. Yay. All right, sounds thank good. You thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much to Amanda and Chris Provost from Provost Park Pass. If you're not following them, please do on YouTube at Provost Park Pass. They are also on Instagram and Facebook. Um, for us here at the Decast and the Extra Magic Hour, you can find us at the Decast Podcast on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Also look on thedecast.com for links to all of our shows. Um, we will be back next week with Brooke, Tim, and myself for another episode of the Extra Magic Hour. Make sure you check out thedizinsider.com. Gives you all of your needs and anything you need to know about Disney parks, uh, movies, anything. The Diz Insider covers it all. Uh, Skylar does a great job over there. So until next week, this is Sean from the Extra Magic Hour telling you to have a magical day. Hey there, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Extra Magic Hour brought to you by the Decast and thedizinsider.com. For more podcasts and content, make sure you go to DizInsider.com, your number one source for all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars, breaking news, and all that jazz. Also, if you want to hear more, go to anchor.fm slash the decast or the decast.net. Thanks for listening and have a magical day. Okay, so we're back here, guys, for a little uh, bonus interview for the from the Provost Park Pass interview. We have with us now Mr. Miles Provost. How you doing, little buddy? Uh, good. You doing good? Yeah. <laughs> Are you enjoying? Hi, Are you enjoying stay all this time? You get to spend with mommy and daddy. Yeah. Yeah. You like you like being home with dad and mom. Yeah, and also when you find the. When you find the really, really drink and and you step in it, um, it turns it turns over your back. Yeah, okay. it turns your body big and your shoes big and your face big. Yeah, that's from Alice in Wonderland. If you do that drink, <laughs> you get big. <laughs> so, Miles, I have a couple. I have a couple questions for you, buddy. Is that okay? Yeah. That's okay. okay. Go ahead. What, what, what's your favorite Disney character? Who do you like the best? Uh, Mickey. Yes, that's my favorite too. That's a good one. Miles, what is your favorite land in Disneyland? Uh, Paris. 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 Oh, Paris. Paris. <laughs> that works. That good works. Answer, Miles. That is a good answer. <laughs> and something we didn't touch on before, Miles, how fun was it to make Disneyland in your basement? Uh, really fun. Really fun. Was it fun seeing mommy get 
drenched in water coming down your stairs? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a question for you, Miles. What is your favorite Disney movie? Uh, Frozen 2. Frozen 2? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> Miles, do you have anything you want to say to us? Or you want to sing a song or anything? Uh, I think that's it. You think that's, that's it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> He's very busy. He's very busy, so... <laughs> Well, uh, Miles, it was awesome having you on, buddy. Thank you so much for, for hanging out with us, okay? Yeah. Say so, right, you're welcome. Say bye-bye. Say bye-bye. Bye. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, bye. All right, bye. This has been a production of the DCAST Podcast Network, the official podcast network of the DisInsider.com. For the latest in everything Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars, make sure you go to the DisInsider.com. Also, make sure to go to anchor.fm slash the DCAST to support us and to follow all of our different feeds. Thanks for listening, and make sure you go to the DCAST.com to follow us on all the various social media networks. Have a magical day.